Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. Passers wide open. Gets the puck. Tours! That's the only reason I do these podcasts, is so I can hear all those amazing things about myself. So thanks for having me, and now I'm signing off. I am uh, honored, thrilled. This is uh, one of the greatest achievements of my life. I literally, I, I, I showered and I combed my hair for you. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. podcast we don't even have a cold open and i have a good dad joke so you gotta wait for it but welcome to the pp1 podcast i'm ryan hi got a new haircut looking fresh i'm with uh mr aloha to my screen right ted he's at the office how you doing ted doing good buddy we're missing it's brady blazing hot out there right now it's it like is 36 degrees or something like it's that, crazy so to be in an air-conditioned office it's crazy but i love it i miss this since i've been home since i've been back to Kelowna, almost nine years June has never been this great. It it's used good. to be this great, but it hasn't been for like nine years. So I am enjoying this. The pool's open at my mom and dad's place every day this week. Yes, I'm bragging. We've gone swimming. I'm pretty jealous of that. And that voice, if you're listening, that is Gita. Gita Ready from Pucks on Net fame. We finally completed our Pucks on Net badge. It should be in the mail four to six weeks from now. I will be wearing it proudly on my jean jacket Gita, thank you so much for coming to our show. And you have some big news. This this is pretty a big deal for coming on our show. Why? Oh, this is the first time I've ever uh, guest appeared on anyone's podcast in eight years. <sighs> Unbelievable. So it's interesting. Uh, interesting. I'm sorry. I may have your cold open. You you do? Tell me tell me what PP one means. <laughs> <laughs> so there's. I was gonna. I was gonna jump in there with the with the, the PON thing, but she just beat two, me to it. She's. <laughs> there's two boys. No. I was gonna do um, the, the self, the self demeaning thing, but I, she got me. Yeah. She got me good. So it's the Canucks power play one. Okay. But that's it. All right. It was everybody was always talking about it, and I thought <laughs> we need a name that's perfect. And now that's all they talk about on every other podcast. So it's like we get free advertising. And, you know, we spout our name in there every now and then. Like, hey, that's us. Yeah. Hey, that's us. It's yeah. very clever that way. That's, like Pucks on Net. That's the way we feel when we uh, get a shout out on broadcast. Oh, yeah. They need to get more Pucks on Net. And you're like, I agree. They do. Yeah. That needs to happen. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on. You get to be one of us. Uh, one of us. One of us. For a little while. We got you for a few minutes. Brady is having... Some internet problems today. We've all been He's there. He's had some technical difficulties all day that he went to Pucks on Net to get his information on the lottery draft. Like, how crazy is that? And you're saying, like, it sounded like it was just a real banger over there, like all three people. <laughs> so Rash, Ryan, and Brady tuned in to find out yeah. anything you could have found anywhere else. <laughs> but, you know, you got to use your data stream, and that's where he went. So really, I mean... A kudos to Pucks on Net for being the source for the draft lottery that nobody really cared about. I mean, they're pretty reliable. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, first of all, first and foremost, we are presented on the Dean Blundell Network. We are partnered with that little guy in the corner. Ted, could you be our Vanna once again? We are partnered with Summer Skates. Yeah, 
you're doing such a great job and you look legit doing it. So thank you so much. Um, we do appreciate you being here. As I said, we're on the Blundell Network. We may have hijacked the Playoff Pricks um, post-game show. So I'm really sorry to all the people that might want to tune in to see um, Habs you know, post-game coverage on the network. We, we can probably tell them what they're talking about right now, and it's that hit. I didn't see it. I was outside eating a sub. It looks like it's still going. I'm looking at it right now, and those guys are still live. Okay, so somehow technology has afforded us a handful of viewers, so that's great. We did it. We have the internet. So I saw like Shifley hit, was it Chariot, I think? I had to ask my dad, and he's like, you know, the guy, it was Evans? Okay, that's not good. It sounded like there was a ton of people on the ice, so. Uh, It, after re-watching it, I'm like, oh, it it was an elbow to the head. Uh, And Shifley, too, I haven't seen it yet. Was it as bad as as the hit in the Colorado game? I would have just said that, oh, yeah, probably just to make everybody feel better. It was a two-game suspension. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe maybe he shouldn't play for the rest of this series. Hmm, that's not good. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to be double, but I'm not good yeah. at this. So that's okay. Just go to Pucks on that. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you guys good. have just the line on stream. it, right? You have the line <laughs> on it. Was it as bad as the Kadri hit, though? I never actually watched the Kadri hit. Oh, okay. I think it's on you guys' live stream. You should be able to catch it. Yeah. You know, that's realistically, that's where we all need to be going now is the Pucks on Net. Uh, I think Ryan just needs to have a 24-hour live stream, just an actual network. Pucks on Network. I'm I'm almost waiting for him to burst into this podcast somehow. We didn't invite him. It's fine. <laughs> There's only room for one Ryan here, and my ego's big enough. So we don't... We yeah. don't and uh, we would just talk about Jack Black instead of Jack White. So it'd be like, this is a tribute. <laughs> Something like that. Um, you guys on Pucks on Net, I've been following you guys for a while. Probably since I moved back to Kelowna here. Um, okay. Which was back in like 2013, 2014. Yeah, um, which is our first season. Yeah. So I, I probably tuned in like season three, I think. Um, you guys have had some interesting collaborations, some sponsors, you know, the athletic, Mm -hmm. you've had manscaped if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. And then Brazzers. That was a obvious one. Explain the Brazzers thing and how Brazzers didn't actually collaborate with us so much as they sent us free stuff. Oh, (laughs) Um, like free, like passwords. And I don't, I don't know where it came from. I just remember, I think it was back in like, yeah, 2014, 2015 and Brazzers tweeted at pucks on net and claimed to be team Gita. <laughs> so of course we desperately courted that. Oh, although at that time I didn't even know what Brazzers was, but every time I went to a mail and I was like, so Brazzers reached out to us. They were like, Whoa, that's like a huge deal. <laughs> I mean, so they reached, they were team Gita. So, I mean, in a sense, they're, you know, a, a big, deal but like when they reach out to you you're like i'm <laughs> flattered deal. and at the same time like i'm a little worried like what's going through your head when no no I, I was flattered i was never worried i was like what can we do to get a legit sponsorship and that i mean when you think legit <laughs> you think high-end porn so yeah exactly you know. Like, yeah. let's work together. Let's collaborate. Exactly. So what did they, what did they end? I, like, it's been a while. How did that yeah. all, like, what happened after that? Oh, I, d- I don't remember how it went. But they were like, we're a little too clean cut for what they're trying to promote. And so in return, they sent us a bunch of t-shirts and tank tops. Hmm. That's, that seems yeah. like a nice parting gift, eh? Yeah. No, no, like, subscriptions or anything? I'd love to know who at Brazzers was listening to Pucks on Net. You know, I've, there's this podcast in Vancouver. You talk about <laughs> hockey. Like, are you <laughs> not working it's again? first year too, right? So they're yeah. right from the jump. You yeah. got a big yeah. fan out there. Are you not working again? Like, yeah, I've got this hockey fetish. Like, maybe that could be our next channel. <laughs> who knows? So, and interesting. So we were talking uh, before uh, we went live here. There's a few things that I've got to get off my chest. Um I mean, it feels like there's some underlying tension on your show. Like, is Ryan Schaap a tyrant? Like, are you guys planning a mutiny on the podcast? And if so, like, is there going to be snacks and can I come? (laughs) Um, 
no no planned mutinies and i would never disclose that publicly i'm too good at this maybe um, in the dms later that's why. yeah <laughs> okay no he's he's not a tyrant he's gotten so much better in his old age he's relaxed he knows we're gonna be there on mondays that's... that he doesn't that he doesn't need to hold us hostage any longer what, what was that like when you guys were tied up and like forced to like read a script and we were so exasperated with him. <laughs> I know it was back it, in the day. Really, it was all scripted. Hon- honestly, no. we're like we're nearing a decade of doing podcasts. Most people are like, were there podcasts around when you guys started? Just like he's doing something right. Yeah, it's a great show. I I think Ryan's done a great job, kind of helping get that started. You guys, it's it's entertaining every week. You know what you're going to get at the same time you don't know what you're going to get. Arash is going to have a funny voice. There's going to be an interesting comment that you're going to be like, should they have said that? At the same time, I'm so happy that was said. And then you get a good laugh. <laughs> Deconstructed Americanos. I love it. So, But the only thing I didn't like was on the 300th episode. And this still bugs me. And I don't care yeah. how well he tried to make good on his his <laughs> error. But the cake. Yeah, what's we have to talk about the cake. Yeah. The cake. Fill me in. How how do you feel about this? Now that you can speak freely and he'll hear about this tomorrow. So maybe it's fine. maybe add some context first because I'm not no, sure uh, everybody I'm, knows about the I'm, cake. I'm I'm the most basic. I would have been so happy with um yeah, like a quarter of a dairy cake, queen cake. But he comes with um a marble slab cake that if you put a protractor to it, it was not quite half. And it was uh, it was my boyfriend who caught that. And he's actually been the one who's been eating that cake. <laughs> but the thing was, so for our listeners, because yeah. obviously you're both subscribed um, to, to Pucks and Nut as well, our two people that listen to us. Um, there was an original cake from DQ right. that wasn't offered to you or a rash. No. And I pointed we didn't that out. No. We only saw the photos of the original cake. Mm-hmm. But there so, were people not even associated to the podcast eating that cake while we watched. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what bugs cool. me. So that's where no. you figured, oh, I'll spend some Patreon money. Is, get isn't a new that cake. why the like, you know I don't like it. Bands break up. Yes. That's how the yeah. Beatles broke up. They break up over Kate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Beatles, Jackson Five, um, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. I'm pretty sure 98 Degrees. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't a cake. I think it was like a something else. Ryan, I, I we, we're getting pretty close. We're seven episodes away from 100. I'm excited. That's I, I, amazing. I don't want. I can't remember 100 episodes. <laughs> we're so that's so long ago. 100 episodes. <laughs> um. I like you a lot, Ryan. I don't want to have to to leave you as a friend if you go and eat a cake on me and I'm not invited. So trust me, here's the restrictions thing. have been listed. We're in a good shape for this now. So if I'm not around for cake eating and it, I feel like it's got to be ice cream because it's gonna be damn hot out there mm-hmm, for sure. Now I'll just leave. I have this thing about DQ. Everybody, even at work, they're like, "Hey, go go bring us some uh, blizzards," which I'm fine mm-hmm. with. I like treating people. The thing right. about blizzards when you live in the Okanagan, for example, mm-hmm. I don't care how close you live to Dairy Queen. It's never enough time to get back on a drive-through. You just you're it's it a, no. It's a ticking time bomb. I don't care if it's the best blizzard they've ever made. That thing starts melting as soon as it goes in your hand, and it's a they race do the against thing, the clock. They're like, here you go. Like and that's too just, much time. And then, it to you, and then it's then it's liquid. You've wasted that. three seconds already. I need to be driving already. So yeah. I did Bad this time. last week, and I just got home, and I had to like service the side of it. That's probably the wrong word I should have used right now. But anyway, I'm. For my wife's when I just got the side of it, got in there because mine wasn't quite like it was just enough. And she goes, what's the big deal? I said, we can't do this. We d- no. we just live just far enough away that it's a problem. And no one else and believes that, me. If you put it back in the freezer, it doesn't quite freeze the same way either. No, no. But I you found out. You know what is good refrozen? Oh, I'm listening. What's frosty. That? Is what? Oh. A, a frosty. Oh, yeah. I agree so there. If you go to, go to Wendy's and get yourself a Frosty and then don't even eat it and pop it right in the freezer and then hit it like two hours later. <laughs> so I found Freeman. out if you order Skip the Dishes Blizzards yeah, and you pay $2 more, which is stupid, um, they have like their own little mini fridge or freezer. Oh. It's like, so you're going to pay $9 for a Blizzard, but it, at least it'll be 
Why don't Why don't you just get yourself a mini freezer if you're yeah, making well, instant blizzard runs? That's a good point too. What is this weird world that we live in? I that's don't know. So strange. That's like the kind of stuff that's like reserved for like vaccines and like <laughs> diabetic. <laughs> What's that for? Oh, that's I have a DQ fetish. Oh, okay. And and blizzards. <laughs> that's that's we need true. it too. It's very important. Yeah, they're trying oh, to. Oh, is it that thing that they transport like organs in? Oh, probably. Like, how come that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I have two jobs. Like, you need to make sure which job we're talking about right now. There's a skip driver out there somewhere driving around in an RV and he just has his like freezer loaded up with blizzards. Yeah. You can see it happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what's this? Like, that's a kidney and that's a strawberry cheesecake blizzard. Don't get them confused. <laughs> One is important. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, let's get into actual hockey talk. I was we can bring up maybe uh, your your love of Peyton Manning a little bit later. <laughs> so it looks like our boy Vasily Podkolzin will be coming to Vancouver. Hooray! Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this. I know both of you are excited for this. We also are drafting ninth in the lottery, or in the draft. The lottery just happened. We didn't move down, or we mm-hmm. the Canucks didn't move down. They didn't move up. We get the same pick that we started with when this all started. And mm-hmm. it looks like the Sedins are on the verge of coming, hopefully Ian Clark as well. Gita, there hasn't been a lot that's gone on with the Canucks, no. like realistically. But right. these are all significant enough events. Right. When you look at this, like... What is what is your hope that for the Canucks in the next let's say three weeks? Because we're we're gonna be getting to the point where a few more things are gonna happen. Like, is there hope? Like Morgan Riley was wearing a YVR shirt today from from the his like postseason, you know, cleanup, and everybody's freaking out like he should be coming back to Vancouver. Did I mean, he get it at YVR? Like that's a good did question. Something, did he lose his luggage and need to buy something at one of those airport gift shops? Which is interesting because he's in Toronto. So maybe. <laughs> so like what what's your take on this? Because there's a lot of little things, but it seems like they're there's... all like really crucial little things. Yeah. Like like none of them are that sexy, but collectively, maybe they're headed in the right direction. Like Brazzers sexy? Yeah, exactly. That's a different kind of sexy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Different. Nothing nothing about Jim Benning's world is Brazzer sexy. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I hadn't said that out loud. <laughs> that's that's the quote of the night. There's the yeah, there's the you can make that the cold close like and cut. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. No, it isn't that sexy. No. Oh, well. Yeah, no. but I feel like there's a lot of events that are like Ted, I don't know what your two cents are. But the, there's a lot of little events that actually all have a, a fair amount of, of meaning to them right now. What what are your thoughts going into this next couple weeks here? I mean, I, I, I guess it all depends on this draft, really. Like, I think th- th- with, with, with Bracket leaving, there is only so much that they can do. I don't know how much they've gained out of out of his like previous scouting that's been done. I don't know how much has been done by the, the scouting department. I don't know how like deep Benning's fingers are in the scouting department. You just um, and I didn't even mean to go there, but <laughs> but it's oh, it, it's boy. it's I mean I don't know what their plan is. I don't know what they deem to be a high priority now. Are they still looking at defensemen? Are they looking at more center depth? I mean I, I don't think I've looked enough at the draft to even know what what what's sitting there in the top 10 that I would like but it's going to be a weird draft this year anyways right because I don't think there's enough data or enough information on the, all the players that are out there there's guys that have been playing in in leagues or guys who haven't been playing at all and there's not enough scouting that's been done because people can't travel so I don't know I think that if you're going to win this draft you're definitely going to have to I mean hitting in the first is obviously crucial but there's going to be guys that are selected in like the second and third round that probably could have gone in the first round this year had they played a full season and there's just not enough data to go on it basically correct yeah so anybody who has beads on those players that knows them locally or what kind of training they've been putting in or I mean there's 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 some teams in this league that have have really moved to like video only when it comes to scouting and stuff like that and like does that hurt teams like that or help teams like that is it is it teams that have tons of scouts out there and have feelers in every single little town and jurisdiction are those the teams that are going to win i i i really don't know right i mean it might not come down to the quality of scouting this year it might just come down to who has the most feelers out there 
Well, is there even a consensus like number one right now? Because I mean, the draft can be a crapshoot on any given year. Totally agree. I think, I, and I don't know I if there's a Owen, consensus. I think Owen Power is essentially the guy. Um, somebody was doing like a Photoshop of potentially like three guys that if the Canucks were to draft, Owen Power is like six six. He's <laughs> six six going so into what a fitting name, eh? Oh, just that's just freakish. Freakish. I'm just looking up Luke Hughes here. That's a guy that a lot of people would love to see because, you know. But they don't think he'll fall that far. He's in that He's in that little, that group, though. Yeah. So, and I mean, if he doesn't, he doesn't. You know, everybody. And maybe it was just because I was looking at all the Devils fans tweets today going, well, we can get <laughs> two of the Hughes. So maybe it just comes down to who's the better negotiator to their GM. Like, hey, yeah. Quinn goes up, Jim. You might need to trade up a pick in New Jersey's talking to Jack and he's like, who are we kidding? You're both going to leave us in a couple of years anyway, because nobody wants to play New Jersey. <laughs> so like, we'll draft them, but make sure we get a lot when we trade you both away. It kind of reminds me of that like 2017 draft year where it was like the year before all year, everybody was talking about Nolan Patrick, right? I mean, it was, yeah. he was going to be the guy. Um, and then we get to the draft and then it's like, you know, Heischer's up there. And mm. um, I mean, he went for, he went first that, that draft year too. So like, that was a big deal. Like Heiskanen went to like, it was, it was, I think it wasn't, oh, Dullin was eight, 18, but there was just a bunch of guys like that were sort of jumping around in that top eight who, who probably could have gone any position rolling five, mm -hmm. but maybe except for Heischer and Patrick, who you knew we were going to go one or two, but prior to the to the draft taking place, like it didn't seem like that was going to be what the deal was. Yeah, so Nolan, I, don't, I don't. This seems like a weird one for sure. Nolan Patrick was just all kinds of awesome with Brandon, right? And it wasn't that the year the Kelowna went that year, right? That's the year they went to the Mem Cup. And they were just absolutely throttling everybody because it came down to Brandon and Kelowna in the final, wasn't it? In yeah, the, I, I, th I think that was it. I mean, yeah. that was the same year, obviously, that like you know, Pedersen jumped way up. I mean, yeah. guys were talking about the previous year thinking like, hey, this guy could be a late first rounder, probably a second rounder. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and then Pedersen goes to Vancouver and you're also talking about Kale McCarr. Like there, there's some, I mean, if you were to redo that draft, right. I mean, I don't think the top five looks like the top five. It probably looks very, very different. Yeah. I mean, you would still, going back, like it was Patrick or Heishier and you weren't yeah. going to go wrong either way, it felt like. And, mm -hmm. you know, now looking a handful of years later, like Nolan Patrick's, he's, he's okay. Well, they're, they're, they're all good. But you, as yeah. a GM picking one or two, like you couldn't have been like, nah, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to take Makar. No, I'm, I'm going to take Pedersen. Like you yeah. could never make a gamble like that because if there is a slight chance that that player didn't turn out and you didn't take the consensus number one, like you're screwed. Yeah. You're hooped. So. But I don't think that this that year has that essentially, but that, right? I mean, but, maybe and it's that's power. it, right? When it's one of those years where there isn't a real consensus number one, it's almost better not to have the first overall pick. Well, then it's yeah, tradable. You just take what you get at that point, right? Or it's Before. tradable and you build up more stock yeah. or you get someone that like, well, I really yep. like that guy. We see a future in him. And they're mm -hmm. thinking like, great, like Buffalo's thinking, great, well, we don't need him, but we can get a yeah. ton of picks or we can get a player in picks or some decent combination, right? So it, I guess it just depends. In this case, it is Buffalo, but maybe, you know, maybe Seattle looks at trying to, to mm -hmm. pull in uh, a defenseman like Power and they figure, hey, you know what? We're willing to give up our third spot and maybe hopefully after the, like, what, is it the expansion draft that's first and then the draft or how does that work? Yeah, that I don't know, actually. I haven't really followed too, too closely on that. But I'd be interested to see, like, would they be willing hmm. to part with something, you know, to bump up two spots? I, that I believe would make that sense, they, wouldn't it? If they yeah, had, like, a whole first. bunch of pieces so that they could make some trades? Yeah. So Yeah, I believe it goes first. I believe the expansion draft goes first. But I'm, the, the draft is such a funny thing, right? Because, I mean, especially in the last 10 years, like, being so wrapped up in football, too, like, it's just nothing compared to the NFL draft on day one and the amount of jockeying that goes down because everything is so based on positional need. Mm -hmm. And this is like a year where you could probably draft based on like positional need, right? Where everything else is like best player available, but I don't think everybody knows who the best player available is at any given spot. So mm -hmm. maybe we get to do see some like funky stuff going down where you see, you know, a team drop five or six spots and, and pick up an additional second. Like that never happens in the NHL. It's, it's just not as fun as the NFL draft. But maybe we maybe we go back and see some sort of like Sedinery thing happen where 
a GM is going to make a massive move, but I would be here for that. It'd be a lot of fun. I'd be interested. So that brings me to the football portion of the the hockey podcast. <laughs> okay. So because you guys record your show on Mondays and yeah. during during the NFL season, there's this yeah. little show called Monday Night Football, and you've been known to be absent from time to time, or at least in the distant, if there's a game going on. Um, and you're a Peyton Manning. You're Peyton. It was Manning a guy. huge Peyton Manning fan, yeah. fan, and it it was more so in the past. I'll, because of the podcast, I had to give up a lot of things in my life. This is this is the <laughs> like tell-all. Here's the tell-all. Like, like both Monday Night Football and The Bachelor. Ooh. There's yeah. always an opening over here, Gita. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday night's here. Like, we got you. Like There are hardly anything that conflicts with, yeah, on Wednesday. No, um, we used to record on, like, Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. We didn't ever want to record like peak times, like on a Friday night or something. Um, but then it just made so much more sense to start just doing it Monday nights. Like I'd be coming home from work. Uh, Dave was working downtown. Like everybody was working downtown. Right. Yeah. So we could just all like meet at my apartment. Sure. And, and then it just became a Monday night thing, like consistently, like for scheduling wise, that made so much more sense. Sure. However, yeah, there's a little thing of Monday night football and, and the bachelor, which I used to watch with my girlfriends, but had to put an end to it because I'm like, well, now I'm just going to watch it on my own on the PVR. And you miss all the live, you miss all the live tweeting and everything. So because exactly. I'm like, I can't spoil it for myself. Yeah. Cause we're now we've tried to do Wednesdays as our main day. Cause yeah. we were kind of all over the place during the season and we'd need right. to commit. So occasionally there is Wednesday night football. Right. occasionally so ted is a browns fan okay and like what if they played on wednesday night football how do you like i'm a pretty easygoing guy i think right ted mm-hmm. yeah i'd say i'd say you're like you know probably like a seven on the mellow meter out of would, 10. would you well, commit you, though would you commit even you, if the browns would you are let ted off the hook and just do it with like brady oh yeah i'm just saying yeah. should we let him off the hook that's my question oh that's... Depends on how important it is, and can you not just have it on in the background? Like, yeah, it's the Browns. There's, there's no such a happy compromise. I, I don't think I can. I I'll, I won't be able to focus on on probably the pod. Take oh. it from someone who's got 300 podcasts under her belt. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're just gonna have to make these sacrifices. I feel there's... like. I feel like there's a big season here and, and like Brady has missed some for good reasons and stuff like that. But I feel like I could be owed a couple. Mm. I, I could be, I think I could be okay if I missed like, you know, maybe one know. or two if it wasn't I a big deal. I don't know. I don't know. But Gita does bring up some good points and I probably could have the game on in the background. <laughs> so, okay. I just want, I wanted to know, I wanted that to all be clear. Yeah. What, it, what is absolutely clear Mm-hmm. is that the Toronto Maple Leafs are once again not going to the second round for the umpteenth time. That gave me, I don't know why it felt different again this year, the most pleasure to see that team lose, especially to Montreal. Like, it would be one thing if they lost to, let's just say it was Tampa, or if they lost mm-hmm. to Columbus, or, there. I mean, there's so many teams that you could say, you know what, whatever, it was an off year. But they were playing Montreal. Montreal was the best of the worst. The three right. teams below them were so bad, they just couldn't catch that little bit they, better Montreal team. They had, what, one more win or one more point than Ottawa or something? Yeah. Like, like, something ridiculous like that. But it was the way that Toronto lost. Like, they were up in the series. Like, you just had to win one of those three games. I feel like we've said this 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. We Didn't say it? it every time. Yeah. <laughs> and they still, like, and they lost, and they lost. Like, they yeah. lost game seven. That was, it was just bad. It was just like stick the knife in you and just turn it and turn it. No, I'm still alive. And they just keep twisting. It was so just, it was amazing is what it really was. It was so painful. It was not even a knife. It was like somebody being stabbed with a spoon. It was terrible. Like, Like, oh, that hurts. Keep going. I feel like it might have been over for them after game six, after like the interviews that were coming out after game six felt like they already lost game seven. Yeah. 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 
And like, I mean, I know that, you know, momentum and all this crap, whether you believe mm-hmm. in it or not, but like those guys were deflated because Montreal walked in there in game seven and it looked like I felt like I knew they were going to win. I don't know. I had that feeling. Right. And well, you don't always get that. It's always hanging in the balance. This this was such a well-built team. Like, you, how do you build a better team? And so I think the best thing I saw on Twitter today is when someone's like, well, maybe instead of analytics and Corsi, you start building based on like horoscopes i'm like maybe that would just you know that chemistry would help them gel (laughs) you go like who's the most handsome (laughs) also the most like the tallest like like maybe it's just a different formula (laughs) who like who like puts like perms in his beard or because because on paper yeah on paper they're a very good team yeah well they were i mean that's true right so they had they had a rocket richard winner they had three of the highest paid, most productive forwards in the NHL, in all of the NHL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had, I mean, their big crux last year was that they didn't have goaltending depth and the decor was not that good. Like it was, it was average at best. Mm-hmm. So all of that got short up. There was a much improved defense. I mean, they had a backup goalie that could come in and supplement and take over if need be and, and you not have to worry about it. And they literally had all the pieces in place. Like, I don't know what else Dubas has to do. Like what, what do they do from here? Do they, I mean, there's people talking of blowing this thing up, but I mean, common sense is that you take another crack at it and you get rid of your expensive veterans, even though it looks like, are you leading it? I was going to say, are you going to lead into a question there? Well, what we talked about on Monday night is, does Dubas even come back? I mean, I think so. I I, I feel like I wouldn't, this is me talking about a GM that we have (laughs) running our team right now for the past seven years. And I would be happy to have a guy like Dubas back, right? Right. Um, But I think like, conventional wisdom says you take another shot at it and then if it doesn't work then then you look at moving some things around right i mean to to blow up what you have right now is just seems like crazy. we have a question we have a question (laughs) did you just notice this well i i noticed it a bit i was waiting for a good time to lead into it yeah um we have listeners that was (laughs) i was trying to tee it up for you bro yeah and you just like kept talking so then i waited (laughs) so there's we have another ryan from abbotsford asked um Based on Jason Spezza being the literally the best Maple Leafs player on the roster, how big is his contract next year? I don't know who that's directed towards. Gita, I'm assuming that's for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does he mean? He's making the league minimum, which is what, like nine hundred thousand dollars? I think like you that. just you bump him up and you give him an extra million. Or maybe nine two five. Yeah. Negotiate with yeah. the guy. Yeah. No, but he's already said like he's committed to coming back. He wants to come back. I don't see why you wouldn't bring him back when he still like contributes. Do you think Joe Thornton comes back? I hope. <sighs> I hope he comes back to play in the NHL again. I don't know if it's yeah. in Toronto. But. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think Toronto is is that bad. I mean, that was a colossal. Toronto collab. is not that bad. That's the funny so, part. So, like, why no. if if as Canucks fans out here out west, if we had that team and we saw that happen, as bad as that was. Would you not want to see them try again at least with that exact same team? We did. We we did that, and like, then we got and then we got trounced by LA. That's uh, true. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah. Tried that. But do you not think we, this team is better than that? No, we almost had higher hopes in twenty twelve. We're like we were we were so close. We could do it this time. Okay, then I say blow it up based on that. Yeah. That works for me. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that works for me. It was just I don't know to see. Ed, like I think a lot of us had Edmonton and Toronto for the most part. There was just yeah. there was no reason to believe that they shouldn't have. Uh, for the most part, there was there was mm-hmm. enough reason to believe they probably at least one of those teams should have at least made it to the second round. And now Montreal's up one nothing in the se- series against Winnipeg. That being said, Winnipeg has been off for a week, so maybe a little but- bit of backpedaling for them. Prior to the cup run, before Vancouver finally got over that hump, before they slayed the dragon, did they not talk about maybe this is the end for this core before taking one more run at it? Yeah, maybe. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay would be another good example of that. But And they just kind of hung on just a little bit, but then they figured out a way to add, and then they went all in. Yeah. So maybe they add Alex Edler. (laughs) They just need another ex Canucks defenseman to be that that tertiary guy on the third pairing. Like that's all we needed. Oh, I was I was thinking like they really need a Bexa. I mean, he's not we doing it. All use a Bexa. 
Yeah. We could still use BX in Vancouver. <laughs> Probably, right? Like, did maybe they're just putting too many eggs in the wrong basket. Like, is it is this like the cap version of the New York Rangers when they had Gretzky and Lindros and who else? I mean, they, Messi was on there at that point, too, wasn't it? Like, was it the same kind of setup? Like, they're putting all this high-end talent in there, but nobody's really thinking, like, is this even going to work? And was the talent that high-end, though, at the time? They were maybe they were yeah. I mean not yeah. it they wasn't necessarily aging. Peak. It didn't work. like Spetsa Thornton old, but no. Which but is still also like, yeah. different players. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 stuff to talk about considering, you know, <laughs> the Leafs are out now and now what does everybody talk about? Like, oh, how good is well, I mean Carey Price has been a story so far. Right. I saw oh, two man. saves on him tonight and I thought, no, they're not losing this game. Did you see that the mm-hmm. tweet? I can't remember. I feel like I want to say it was maybe Mendez. Was was like, oh yeah, we were covering, we were covering the gold medal game, and mm-hmm. and Carrie Carrie was like falling asleep, dozing off in the middle of the game. Basically, like he was just so calm throughout the whole thing. Like you get the impression that he's just like going through big moments with the smoke hanging out of his mouth, and he doesn't give a shit at all. But he's just so good. And now he's really earning it. Now he is. He is so common. Like anybody that talks to him, because he has his off-season home in Kelowna here. He's mm-hmm. just anybody that talks to him. Like he's very low-key. Well, very. It's all right. It's fine. Well, yeah. Like I don't think the expectations on him were very high this year. So yeah, what they're doing is fantastic. Like he's he's performing when he's supposed to. Yeah, it could be this year's Canucks. Oh man, could you imagine Montreal makes a run? <laughs> like they're I guess it, like you look at all the Canadian teams the ones that have actually done something wh- where does Montreal rank as like the obnoxious fans hey it's Ryan from the PP1 podcast on Cryer Media if you're looking for a spot to advertise your company your brand your cheese wheel some beer maybe some donuts this is the spot reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always 94 and I'd be more than happy to chat with you Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? Because no one's in the arena, it's really hard to tell. But I mean, these Canadian teams are about to inevitably encounter an American team and then reality will probably hit them. I'm waiting for that day. (laughs) Gita, we know we only had you for maybe half hour. If you need to to head out and carry on your evening, you are more than welcome to. Um, thank you we thank you so much for coming on um i can't i'm still oh there's that microwave you have a nice microwave so <laughs> thanks i made i made that comment on the on their show i just you know you you're doing well you're doing well good for you well we needed you especially with uh with brady's wi-fi dropping out as he was talking about how bad his wi-fi no was. i uh i really appreciated the invite and i jumped at the chance to be on see that shap we can do podcasts. Look too. how lovely and nice she is compared to Chef. <laughs> just he doesn't. He's not wine. There's no whining with Gita. She's very pleasant. Very, you know. We didn't bring up Jack White once. You, no, I, did, I didn't think time, I, no? this was the platform yeah. for it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, did you want to promote anything at all? Like your? I I I have nothing to promote. But you know, you can just what is it? Like everybody, just you know, go to my SoundCloud. No. <laughs> your MySpace account. Sure. Check out my ICQ, my MSN. <laughs> my my browsers. Yeah, yeah, browsers. Bra- yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Once again, another turn we were not expecting. Interesting. Thanks so much, Gita. You enjoy Thank your you. evening, and uh, I guess everybody listen to Gita on Puxanet every Monday, every Monday night, and they'll be talking about Puxanet another. Yeah, thing. try and tell if we're under duress. <laughs> Blink there's, twice there's if in there. Blink yeah. twice if you need to to save you. <laughs> Perfect. Bye. Thanks, Gita. Thanks, Gita. Thank you. So much fun. What Gita, a boss. Gita's rad. I had uh, I did have a cold open. That I was, do you want to do it this time? I it's like a mid cold, a, a mid, mid round, open. mid mid open. It's a post guest cold open. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Is so, it cold though? I mean, you've got this rehearsed. Oh, it's right? it's. But, I mean, how many of them have really been? Do we need to do an ad read or anything like that? I don't think so. Summer skates. We're starting tonight. I'm going to post it. Yes. Thank you. I should probably promote that a little bit more. Um, 
our boys, our friends at Summer Skates, I'm just suggesting to get comfortable here. We are starting our month-long contest to pick the black one with the white square or the white one with the black square. The PP1 Podcast Summer Skates exclusive one will reign supreme, and that will be the one that we will get made. If you want to buy a pair, let us know, and we'll make sure uh, we get pricing out there. We would like to make as many as possible. They are so comfortable. A handful of my family wants to buy a pair. I'm not going to hook them up because they've got money, and you know I don't care. They they If they want nice things, they should pay. I've had to pay for nice things too. But after the month, we're going to tally the votes. We're going to do it on Twitter, I think, right? I thought because of Rocket, you couldn't have nice things when it came to shoes. Actually, he doesn't chew shoes, so that's great. That being okay. said, we have a cat that randomly has been pissing everywhere in our house, so that's that's wonderful. <laughs> so it's every, like, oh, we're always looking. You get in the house, and you're looking around, and you're hoping nothing happened. But sadly, uh, we've got that going. He's just so sketched out now. It's it's ridiculous. So I think Brady is trying to get back in here. Where are you guys at? We're still here, man. Come on in. <laughs> if he's watching anyway so he's probably checking the pucks on net live stream and didn't see us up there that's, so. true. that's true yeah so this is a true story this is an open but it's also a true story so the other day i was driving past Co- or leaving costco and the adults this it's kind of fitting that we were talking about browsers today the adult video store you know the one right on the corner by costco mm-hmm. yeah. there was uh, a vehicle that actually right next to the frozen yogurt place yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they're not next to each other. It's not like you're walking in for, I'm not even going to make the joke. But anyway, so someone had, uh, I believe, I don't know if it was like someone broke a window or if a vehicle had driven into it. I'm not quite sure. They didn't, I couldn't really tell. But then I saw the news story. What had happened afterwards was uh, there was a guy that kind of accidentally, he bumped the wall, but it ended up breaking the window of just vibration. So the police came in there, but it was his first... <laughs> Yeah, the whole wall. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that either. But the whole wall, like just from the vibration of hitting the bricks there, the glass broke. But they get there and they're getting his information. And, you know, he's very embarrassed, obviously, right? But he had never been arrested, never been convicted of everything. So they're like, that's okay. He's like, everybody, it's okay. I got off with a warning. From the adult video store. I got off from for a warning. I got off with a warning. So hey man, whatever floats your boat. In that case, it was the adult video store. So and a wall full of vibration. So anyway, that was that was that was my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um so yeah, the the Canucks, the, there's really been not a lot going on. What is going on, and I know this has nothing to do with our listeners aside from the people that are on our team, we are gonna have a baseball season, Ted. Mm-hmm. We are going to have an orthodox, <laughs> which is funny because it's fitting. Ryan was on our show when we talked about that. It's perfect timing. So for just to, just to recap on that. So Shap was on. Yes. And we had said, oh, Ryan and I play in an orthodox baseball league. Not uh, orthodox. Orthodox meaning the type of pitch, right? It's like half windmill, right? You can only go back as far as you can and throw the ball yeah. across the plate as fast as you want, but it has to be underhand. Right. And so that's called orthodox for whatever reason. And so the whole time we're telling the story, Shap is like, you can see he's looking at us. He's like, thinking. And so his assumption was that and we played in a league filled with Orthodox Jewish people. Which we may. We have no idea. He, yeah, we may. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, it was <laughs> it was pretty friggin' funny that he went on for like a five-minute story and he was cool with it and then like uh, had some questions about where we found an all-Jewish Orthodox league. So that was pretty pretty hilarious. It uh, it. The look on his face was just perfect because there was so much thought, like the that wheel, the gerbil was just running yeah. that wheel, right? So I think now we just call it ortho. Ortho, yeah, it's just easier. Not like orthodontist, which all you guys play people... like, with a, you guys play in a league with a bunch of orthopedic surgeons or something? Yeah. Is that orthodontist, orthopedist, no orthodox. Oh, the Jewish. No, it's not right. Jewish no. either. It's none of those things. So anyway, baseball is starting. I am so jacked. Hopefully, I'm gonna finally hit my first over the fence home run. I've yet to do that. You, you haven't you haven't i thought you hit one last i've year. No? i was close i just i didn't have that staying power to get over the fence so so this is not me being mean but aside from your your combine versus chris yes 
you were and and baseball you are not the most like athletically athletic person that i know no but you can play ball like like a like a mfer man like you're a dope dope ball player it is it's the weirdest i'm I'm shocked that you haven't hit a home run playing baseball yet it's the weirdest thing because you're bang on and i will own that i love hockey i i love it to pieces it is my life i love to play it i am not good at it but i love to play it all you know the video games road hockey roller hockey ice hockey love it i am not good at it i'm also bad at hockey so it's cool yeah i mean you're decent i've seen you play but at the same time, for whatever reason, I'm pretty decent at baseball. It lights all ball player. It's very surprising. I'm I'm fast. I'm agile. I'm accurate. Like remember Tracy Morgan? Accurate. Yeah, the, him and Jr. That was yeah. a great commercial. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't know what it is, but I and that's but I haven't hit a home run yet. I have not a, not an out of the park home run. I've had plenty of in the park home runs. My speed uh, my speed carries me. Based on those guns, I'm not su- I'm not surprised by no home run. Excuse me. Listen up, where, Australia. Where are you, where are you, where are you getting this? This is in the. Do you, do you see the comments? No. I got to figure out a way. So this is. Uh, oh, okay. I got my my brother-in-law in Australia. Clearly, he's not working right now. So I'm glad you're Henry, watching a live he was stream. Born in 1983. You're not fooling anybody. Exactly. Exactly. I've seen you play cricket, buddy. <laughs> Very drunk, albeit, but it's all the same. That was a good time in Hawaii, let me tell you. Um, yeah, I've I've never hit an out of the park dinger, but uh, I'm like a four tool player. I can do everything else, but I just can't hit them out of the park. A four tool player, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Should I take a bow you're, for that? You're great. You're great. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So anyway, I'm very excited for baseball. Looks like we're gonna get a deep, well, early summer league basically it's gonna be hot i'm actually that's the one thing i'm not looking for because we've played ball in some pretty extreme heat and you can go through a six pack of beer and like a 24 pack of water and you're still just and parched. not pee once no and parched so it's all about it for baseball beers like it because if you want to have a couple beers and drive yeah you can't really have a couple beers so the way to go for me is to go with those old school like 2.5 rattlers mm, interesting interesting so you go in like kind of the sweet. Yeah, I mean it just it's just refreshing because it's got the grapefruit in it and right. Got the loggery beer thing going on. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Did you see now I brought this up to you. I've been drinking Spectrum beers lately, the the margarita one and the sour. So the, much fun. There is a, a a birthday, a happy birthday um ale and I'm going to pull it up cuz it it's limited is it edition. Birthday cake? It's yeah, like a birthday cake beer, and it's—is it like a white IPA or something like that? I'm just pulling it up. Feel free to to carry on the conversation while I'm looking. <laughs> well, I was looking up something too. So here we go. But it's they had a bunch. They had the chocolate pack where they the, did like the mint chocolate, the yes. white chocolate, the chocolate, and there was one. Oh, the orange chocolate, like the Terry's chocolate. Yes, orange. yes. Those guys, so Spectrum, they've been killing it lately. They their their beer game is on point. Spectrum is just all over the place. Awesome. So here's the birthday cake one. So it's a light, smooth, creamy ale. Smells and tastes just like a sprinkled top birthday cake. I mean, I'm willing to try that. I would like to know if it is as awesome as it sounds. Because I mean, some people don't like you know like a confetti birthday cake. It's not for everybody. But I feel like in a beer you can master that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to know. I feel like you, if you throw some stuff in there, like remnants of, like I put some vanilla in there, I put some chocolate in there, and then I can just call it like, and I use like lactose sugar. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll just call it a I'll st- strawberry chocolate milkshake or something like that, and it would just it'll fly. Interesting. But Interesting. I had just over the weekend, I had um, what the heck was it? It was a chocolate strawberry cheesecake. My yeah, wife saw that. Stout. Where did Ted get that? That was her first it did question. Not, it did not pour. It's from Torchlight. Out okay. In, um, why can I not think of that? That little hippie town out in Vancouver Island. No. Gibbons. Gibson. No. It's. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Torchlight Brewing. The, all their beers really don't. But I poured it, and it was basically instant foam from the top to the bottom. After pouring out like maybe, like a quarter of a cup worth of the beer. 
How many I did guess you have? Just been, the one? It probably had sat in like too hot of a place for too long, so it was oh, ruined. So I, okay. I had tweeted it out that was like, oh, like what's wrong with my beer? Did I did my, did my beer broken? And so the rep out there got a hold of me, and they're just going to mail me a four pack, which I thought was like totally cool. Of those guys, so beer customer service. Nelson, it. that's where they're from. Oh, good. Nice. So there you go. that hippie town up up north. So shout out to Torchlight Brewing. That was uh, that was really cool. Of those guys, beer reps, like beer customer service, they are awesome. Well, they're the coolest guys. I mean, you and I made, you know, we made budgets on beer reps, right? I 100%. mean, they would come in and buy all the jerseys and stuff for giveaways and stuff. They were always the coolest guys and mm-hmm. they always had like a rat account set up. So, yeah. And occasionally they hook you up too. Because, I mean, what do they have up. to lose? Like, yeah, I have an endless supply of beer. So, here you go. And also, I'm going to spend your monthly budget for hockey jerseys. Perfect. That's right. Like, it's great. So, yeah. So, the birthday cake beer. Definitely want to try that out. I've been drinking their uh, their Margarita Ghost, which is oh, it's so good. That my dad's not a big fan of it, and I just think he has the palate of a child. So I am just not. I'm not into the sours. I found out that I don't like kettle sours. Okay, but I do like like proper fermented sours. Gotcha. They're different, I guess. Interesting. I don't know. It's I'm I'm still trying to figure out what my whole palate is for for the beer game. Brady's in and out. He says he's 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 struggling dearly to get back in. Um, I do want to get back into the Leafs for one quick hot second before you know we we kind of tail out a little bit. Is this team actually cursed? Like they haven't won a playoff game in HD. Like there's you always see the list every year, but I mean they have had some decent teams that you'd think at the very least gets out of the first round, especially this team, even in the last couple of years, and yet. They don't. What's yeah, up? Yeah, and they've always they've always seemed to really struggle against Montreal too. Like even when they had the really good teams, when it was like, you know, like Sundin and Redberg and Antropov, and like yeah. they had like, they struggled. They struggled against against the Leafs or the 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 Habs for whatever reason. So I don't think they're I don't think they're cursed. I mean, if if Vancouver can make it to a Stanley Cup final, then then I feel like the Leafs can too. And there's not all this like this weird fallacy of like the refs are against you because I can't believe in that shit or else it just goes wrong it's because too the much. Leafs are the Leafs, you know, they are the the league flagship, right? So there's there's not that thing that they're dealing with. So I just think for whatever reason it's just got to them at some point. And I think maybe they're gonna have to go in there not as the favorites to win. Right, right. And that's that's how they're gonna get over the hump because it's just not going over like this. Right. But I do believe that they have the right players in place to make it go. So I'm looking at, I mean, the, I, I was kind of joking around with the Morgan Riley thing, and I'm just looking at, um, I mean, he's a UFA after next season, but he's only making five schmel. Like, is there a is move? He's making five Mor- mil? Morgan Riley. Well, I don't know why you'd want to move Morgan Riley. But if you're the Canucks, maybe you want to go after him. Maybe you look and think, okay, the Leafs need something. Maybe the Leafs need, like, you know, one of those teams where they need to make a move for the sake of making a move to, you talk about getting over that hump. Maybe they just, maybe there's just one tweak they need and it's just important enough that you get something important back, but then it sets you right on that path to, you know, potentially going all the way. Maybe. I mean, and I'm not connected to this team like, like so many of our, you know, our, our Blundell Network cohorts are, but like, I mean, for he's me, got a... I feel like they just—I feel like they just finally fixed the decor, and they already made the decision that Riley was their guy, yeah, and walked away from Gardner. I mean, they've already done that scenario once, where they had a, a Gardner and a Riley playing on the same team, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And I, you know, I know there's other pieces there that are obviously fine. Like, I think, I think if if it were me, uh, knowing that you've already got Matthews and. And Tavares locked up. I feel like Marner might be the guy that I might be looking to move. That was that seems like the guy. I just I do really wonder if he's the guy they should be moving. I mean, zero production in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, but I mean, overall, like who was who really stood out in that series for Toronto? Yeah, you get the feeling that he <laughs> Spezza. The, exactly. You, like that's you get my the point. Feeling that he could go somewhere and shine, and you could get something back from him, right? So, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I think that this team probably has to move on some from like the Simmons of the world and but and is that possi- really moving anything? A, 
I'm just saying, possibly yeah. the Thorntons, and then having some younger guys come in to try to eat up some some minutes there, maybe some guys that they developed. And if they told me that they were going back in with the same core that they went in with this time, and this time it was going to be a lesson learned for that team, yeah, I would be okay with that. I honestly would. I think the problem with Marner is dude's making bank until a he while. Is. This is the thing, right? Like we're talking about our our team is terrible. We have all of these things to fix. Mm-hmm. We have all of these holes to fill. We can't make the playoffs. It's not like we make the playoffs and then it's like, okay, correct a few issues, a little tweaks here and there. Exactly. It's like this team was dominant in the regular season that has some amazing pieces on it. It's ready and primed to go on a deep playoff run. It just didn't make it out of the first round. And much like Tampa Bay, it's in a similar spot. I feel like blowing this thing up now, walking away from Dubas would be the wrong call. Yeah, I'd, I just can't see them making a big move. To me, I they, they just haven't, they haven't done that one thing to get them over, and it feels like they should have already, but they haven't. Yeah. I would hate to see... I mean, I don't hate the Maple Leafs, like the the core of the Maple Leafs. I hate you know the idea of the the media of Toronto, the coverage of of that team. I think there's a chance they they should have made a big run, but why it feels blow like it a, up? Like a trust fund baby almost. Yeah, like you don't hate them. They were born into it, so you yeah. know what do you do? But I would hate to see them. Yeah, you're right. I would hate to see them blow it up for the sake of doing that to make some noise. Like they're that is a good team. And they don't have to do much. And maybe it is a defenseman, or maybe it's one more depth winger or a depth. I don't know. Like it's it's something. But I find like, what if they do move on from Marner or they move on? I would hate to see like Nylander has to be a core guy. He's he's like your immovable object. You can't get rid of him. But you could move on. Like, I, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but you know, if there's a way to get like a Jack Eichel, like. There's someone. Yeah. There's I mean, a, you have to explore that. There's a big right. guy that's movable. There has to be, right? So, if Buffalo comes to you and they're like, "I'm listening," hey, we're gonna move Eichel, and we're starting talks at, you know, Nylander or Riley. Like, obviously, you're all in on doing what you have to make that work. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if they said to you right now, like, we want we want Nylander and Riley, do you make that move? Well, I mean, on the outside, you probably do. Here's the thing, though. This is the same as like a Canucks in division move. Like Buffalo's in their division, are they not? Yeah, it wouldn't happen. I'm just talking yeah. from a talent perspective. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I think I think there's there's high hopes for him, but I mean it's Jack Eichel. We've had conversations about having Jack Eichel yeah. as a Canuck, right? So you know, ridiculous ones, but regardless, Pod Colson, we can close out maybe on him. So he did sign. Ended on a happy note. Yeah. Beyond happy note, he is going to be in Vancouver. He's going to be a Canuck next season. What realistically, because everybody, we always get so hyped on this rookie, and he's going to win rookie of the year, he's going to score 80 goals, and no. This is the new NHL. Even the greatest rookies are still not, you know, top three in scoring. They're, they're you know, at a respectable pace, maybe 50, 60 points at high end. He's going to end up being probably a solid third liner. He's probably going to get floated a lot on the bow line, most likely. What is your prediction? What's your realistic prediction for Pod Coles in next season? First of all, I mean, do you think he's going to be a solid third liner, or do you think he's going to sit on the bow line? So is he a second liner, or is he a third I, liner? I think they're going to flirt with him on the second, but I think he's going to get more consistent ice time on the on the third line. So I would agree with that. Um. But there's a very good chance, just like Hoaglander, that he could... Or maybe we're underselling him. Yeah, he could just force his way up there. So if I'm going to make a comparison for a guy like Bo, sorry, for a guy like Puck Colson, I'm probably going to compare him to to Bo's rookie season. I mean, we're looking at 13 goals, 12 assists, played responsible minutes, didn't have to overly protect him, but he was shadowed a little bit. I mean, coming out of junior was a guy who had a really established, you know, defensive game. Sure who could win draws. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't a beast defensively when he first broke into the league, Bo. And mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. think he even is now. I think he controls play more offensively, but yeah, but I think you could probably look at a similar deployment as a guy like that. Like, Hey, we're going to put you in important situations, but not overly important. We're going to have you come out in offensive situations, but not when you have to be the guy that's, that's banging the puck in. And I think that we could look at something like, like walking away with, with, you know, 20, 20, 25 points. And I think that would be like a reasonable expectation. It's not going to be old school. Like we're having Artem Chubarov come in 
and he's only going to put up, you know, three or four goals or something like that, but he's never going to get scored on. I think he's better than that. I think he control play down more than that. I think he's a bit of a bull down low and I think he fits in really well and he could find his game playing with a Hoaglander and, and, and with a Bo Horvat. And I think that would be a, for him to be the defensive catalyst on a line like that, as he grows into it by the end of the season, I, that would be all over that. So here's what I think. If they end up deploying him, because you talk about Bull when he came in, who was his coach when he came in? Willie. I mean, right? I mean, that, that worked for him because Willie was a junior coach for a long I understood that part of the game. But yeah, you're right. It was Willie. So Travis has matured. Travis Green's matured. He's got the new contract. Now he's, he's going to have a few new toys to play with this season. He's going to get a full training camp with Jack Rathbone. Um, Quinn Hughes is definitely going to come back and, and be a force. But now... I, I, you have to believe they're going to give that line a try, right? With Pod Colson and Hoglander and and Bo. So what if that actually does work? I mean, what if they come out of the gate? I mean, for conversation's sake, what if they come out of the gate and there's actually a spark there? And what if, like, all Bo has to do is just make sure those guys have the puck? You've got two guys that can grind in the corners that have they have the momentum that they can go back and forth. You've also got a center that does the same thing. You've, that flow stays the same, right? And you've got, you know, clearly two playmakers, two guys that are are gifted with the puck. I wonder if, you know, is twenty five to thirty points, is that maybe underselling? And again, this is based off of probably him sticking as a second liner at that point. But if he's floating around, like I wonder, what's his ceiling? I guess is his ceiling like forty points? I mean, what did we think Hoaglander's ceiling was? That's... I think he hit his ceiling for what expectations were this year. 27 yeah. points. I mean, I think 27 points, he's really beat up expectations at that point. I think. And they're going to get a does... full league too. They're going to get a yeah. full full 31 teams to play. Yeah, he he probably he probably doesn't have as as low expectations as people did for Hoaglander. But the way that he's been billed as a first-round draft pick is that his, his, his bread and butter is not to score goals. Right. His, his bread and butter is to be a presence down low and control the puck and, and understand what he's doing from like a defensive standpoint and play a 200-foot game. Like They're not asking him to pump a bunch of goals. So I think, I think maybe, you know, maybe 30, 35 points would be him just demolishing expectations, which I think Hoaglander did this year. Okay, okay. I didn't even think that he was going to stick to begin with. That's true, you didn't. So, and that was your call. You got that right. So I, I think that it would be it would be a very successful season for him to get 25 points. Now, at the start of the year, when you're through training camp, we already know that Tanner Pearson works with, with Horvat. We already know that Hoaglander works with Horvat. There's, already, there's, a, there's a small battery of players that we know, Louis Erickson, <laughs> there's a small battery of players that we know works with Horvat. So I would be, and, and I don't know if puck holes and plays both wings, you know, that I'm not sure of, but I would be doing everything I could to see what he's got with high end players like the Millers and the PDs. And, oh, so you think even flirt with them the, on the top line. I, I say, you know, what works with, with players on that line. So try right. him out. And if it doesn't work, it's easy for those guys to fall back in because these guys haven't even gone through regular training camps in forever. No. And you know what works for them, right? So just, you know what works. That's your fail safe. Try to see what you have hmm. and explore that option early. Interesting. The voice of reason. Once again, Ted Wong. I like that. I like that. I think we can end with that. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for listening to episode 93 the Dougie Gilmore episode. Crazy. The killer episode. Killer! Killer! Unfortunately, Brady was trying to get in. Oh, that sucks. That poor guy. I mean, Wi-Fi, we've been there. I, I had a few episodes where Wi-Fi wasn't so great. I think the McCletchy episode, I had some pretty bad Wi-Fi. I was, I was in and out on the Biz Nasty episode. That's true. But you, you hung in there. You hung in there. We do thank you all for coming. Make sure to check out Summer Skates. Sign up. We got to leave a comment. I can't remember what the the question was this week, but make sure that you leave a comment so you can win yourself a three for one promo from Summer Skates. We are going to have our contest on there. We're definitely going to give away a pair, but we're also going to get a bunch made. So we want you to get in on this. You get the free cozy as well. I can't wait. These are going to be so great. They're so comfy. People, if you don't own a pair already, 
you know, get involved with us. Make sure you're trying to win because it's absolutely worth it. They are so comfy. I've got my backyard pair. I've got my go around town pair, which was my PP ones. The PP ones, like I feel like I'm talking about Jordans or something like that. They're great. I love them. My 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 daughter's wearing her pair. She got a a pair as well, so she's been rocking those to school. She's a walking billboard for our podcast. So thank you very much. And they're good. Like they're good when you get them. Yeah. And just like when you buy like a new pair of flip flops, but when you get them, they're good. But then when you break them in, it's like I'm these things are not off my feet now. They're perfect. And they're so soft and they're so comfortable. And I, you know what the best part? Is? I feel like I've really earned my slides tan already this year. Oh yeah, mine was. I think I got mine after like a day. I was in the yard. <laughs> I looked like, oh crap, this is not good. This is not good. So make sure you sign up for that. Thanks for everybody for listening. Make sure you do sign up, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment. Maybe we should, we got to get involved on like the iTunes stuff. Figure out, leave a comment. Everybody else says leave a comment on the the Apple podcast platform. We'd like to know where everybody's come from. Maybe just tell us where you're listening from. Maybe we'll figure out a way to give something up. Our 100th episode is coming up. I've got not 100% commitment from two guys that are going to be an absolute blast to talk. I'm trying to get maybe a couple of former NHLers on there as well. We'll have some guests. It's going to be fun. We want to make our 100th as, as impressive as, you know, if you were doing 300 maybe, potentially. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a summer episode. I'm working on a prize pack. We're going to probably have a T-shirt. We're going to have a pair of summer skates. We're going to have, I think, Player's Choice might be coming to the table with a cool prize pack as well. I want, like, We're going to go all out. It's going to be fun. We want you to enjoy our show at home, rocking out some gear. Maybe we find a way if it's someone local that wins like beer or something. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's going to be good. So make sure you're listening. Make sure you're subscribing. I don't think there's anything else. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're a good time. Cheer on the Avalanche because they're probably going to win the Stanley Cup. Other than that, this is episode 93. I'm Ryan. My boy Ted to my screen right. Peace out. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. He had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.